So here's essentially the big idea for tonight that I think is going to come out of the book of Colossians as we can continue our study through it. It's this, that walking with Jesus is done best when the pressure is off. When you can feel the delight of God in you as you're stumbling and falling and figuring out what it looks like to walk with Jesus and the pressure is actually off of you, that's when you end up doing your best walking. So here's what we're going to do. We're looking at three things to remember that take the pressure off when you're walking with Jesus. The first one is this. First thing to remember in your walk with Jesus, you don't graduate from grace. Colossians chapter 2, we're looking at verses 6 and 7. It says this, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. So Paul walks us through kind of what it looks like to walk with Jesus after we've received Jesus. And this is what he says. Okay, once you've walked through the door of faith and you've placed your trust in Jesus, here's how you continue to have relationship with him. You do the exact same thing that you did at first over and over and over again. You see, this is the mindset I think we have a lot of times. It's like, okay, I received Jesus and now I've got to move on to something more important than those elementary sort of things. And so, for those of you who don't know, here's kind of the basics of how you receive Jesus. Okay? You recognize that God is holy, that he's perfect, and that he's in a category by himself. You see that your guilt in your life is essentially an acknowledgement that there is a God, that he has a standard, and that you have broken that standard. That is called sin. And so what you experience as you begin to realize that you have sin is you experience humility in God's presence. You're like, man, I am messed up. And you begin to realize that you deserve to be punished because of what you've done. But then what you see revealed in scripture is you see that God made a way where there was no way. He sent his son to be your savior from your sin. And so you recognize in that moment that you first received Jesus, you recognize I am presently sinful. And at the same time that I am presently sinful, I am also infinitely loved. Not because of anything I've done, but because of something that Jesus has done. Paul is saying, don't graduate from that very basic message. So here's what tends to happen. We start to become really good at cleaning things up. We get really good of, at hiding our sin from God and from other people and pretending like we've sort of graduated from that message. And the truth is, we all know that we're lying to each other. <laughs> 
you don't even believe your own sham. And that's part of the, the bummer of the whole thing is that we're all like, hey, welcome to Salt Company. Great to see you here. Yeah, doing great. Yeah, doing good. Oh, everything's awesome. Everything's great. And we all know that we're lying and we're pretty sure that everyone else is lying. And so we say stuff like, man, I wish everyone at Salt wasn't such a hypocrite. And everyone else is saying about you, I wish they weren't such a hypocrite. And Paul's saying, here's the thing, guys. You want to keep walking with Jesus? Just do the same thing you did at first. In the present moment, whatever moment you find yourself in, have the courage to speak up to God in your personal time with him, just being completely honest with him and with other people about what is really going on in your life, your junk. But don't stay there. Receive his grace, his amazing grace. Let me give you an example of this. This is an uncomfortable example. But I think um, part of the reason I want you guys to share the gospel with other people is because new Christians tend to make us feel uncomfortable. So one of my friends in high school came to know Jesus. He was a pot-smoking kid, had no Christian background whatsoever, and so he started coming to our Bible study. And one week at our Bible study, our Bible study leader, this kid had been coming for a few weeks, our Bible study leader began to explain that masturbating is a sin. And he started going through why that was. Because if you look at a woman with lust in your eyes, you've committed adultery in your heart. And if you're masturbating and not lusting, that's just weird. And so if you're masturbating, you're sinning. And my buddy was sitting next to me. He's a brand new Christian. I'm sitting there being like, you know, at that point in my life, probably masturbated every day, <laughs> honestly. And uh, my friend's sitting next to me. And uh, he goes, Shoot! Are you serious? You've got to be kidding me. That's a sin? Dang it. And I'm like, you can't say that at Bible study. <laughs> because, of course, he's expressing what I'm thinking, even though I already knew it was a sin and I was still doing it. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that amazing? That's what, that's what the Apostle Paul is exhorting us to have the courage to do, to actually be honest with God. How great would that be for a change, guys? If you could go to God with that level of gut honesty, when you read in his word something that like you do, that you like, that's sin, and you come across it, and instead of like justifying yourself or kind of posturing or whatever, you just said to God like, shoot! Why did you put that one in there? <laughs> Think how different your relationship would be with him. Think how much delight he would take in you. If you just let him see your raw emotions, if you let him see you stumble in his presence, you know what my guess is? You would feel his pleasure like you've never felt it before. Because do you guys know there's only...